Hey, good evening, top fan uh, rivalry. It is Bill and Jackson. We got another weekly review for you, a topfanrivalry.com weekly review. This is for the week of, well, it'll drop on June 11th. Lots been going on in baseball. So, Jackson, you you got to school us first. What's been going on this week that, that we should be talking about? Uh, I think we should be talking about uh, the NL Cy Young frontrunner down in Miami, Sandy Alcantara. I think it's who we should be talking about. Uh, He threw eight innings last night. Or, no, yes, eight innings last night. Uh, He lowered his ERA to a 1-6-1 on the season. He's started 12 games, and he has 83rd and two-thirds innings pitched with a .94 whip (laughs) in that 1-6-1 ERA. He's he's been fantastic for the Marlins. I've seen him pitch a couple games against the Braves this season where he's in the, you know, he's over 100 pitches, and he's just – lobbing in a 100-mile-an-hour sinker to go with a wipeout slider and a 92-mile-an-hour changeup. Just the guy's fun a horse. Yeah, I mean, he's been really good the last couple of seasons, but I think he's been real. he's just been Cy Young caliber this season. And I think he's a pitcher that gets overlooked in favor of, uh, you know, I mean, the sexier names on the list, you know. <laughs> well, speaking of piggybacking on that, speaking of, Cy Young Award winners or former Cy Young Award winners, uh, Steven Strasburg started tonight. First time yeah. in the year. So that's um, – but I know I'm going to sound like a homer here a little bit, but please don't look past Tony Gonsolin. Yeah, he's having a great season as well. He's having – nobody in their right mind would have put him in Cy Young Award winner in the same category at the beginning of the season. I'm shocked that I'm even saying it. But let's not look past Tony G. No, he's having a good season. All right, so you got uh, you got Cy Young Award. I'm going to um, tell you a story, and it will probably make some of you laugh. For some of you Chicagoites, it's not going to make you laugh. But I'm watching the game today, the Dodger White Sox game, and Dodgers are up seven to five. Uh, Freddie Freeman's on second base. There's two outs. Trey Turner comes up to bat, and he's facing a left-handed pitcher. And, uh, you know, the count goes one and two. And all of a sudden, Tony La Russa from the dugout decides to intentionally walk Trey Turner. With a one-two count, I said that right, yes. Max Muncy um, comes up and hits an opposite field home run, three-run home run. So ultimate backfire by Tony, for Tony La Russa. Max Muncy had a few things to say about it, which were we won't repeat here um, because we'd have to hit the explicit button three times um, when we publish this thing. But... Interesting dynamic. I don't know if Tony La Russa, though he's a Hall of Fame manager, I don't know if maybe his best days are behind him. But I don't know, Jackson, would you let somebody go one-two before you decide to intentionally walk him? I mean, I looked at Anastasia today, and I was like, why wouldn't you just throw three junk pitches that at least try to get him to chase? Yeah. I mean, Trey Turner's I, been chasing lately. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, Trey Turner's a guy who strikes out a lot. He's got he's got big pop. He like he likes to try and prey on those breaking balls. I'm just I saw that and I was baffled. Hey, it worked out for us, so I didn't care. But I it was it was something that you and if you watch the video that MLB.com has on it, there's a guy that's right behind the camera. Um, a fan that's right behind the camera that's yelling, Tony, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, yes. Yes. Well, anyways, that's my 
that's my first uh, weekly review portion. What do you got for us for a second one, Jackson? I mean, I'm going to stay in the NL East. I mean, there's a couple of teams that are really hot out there. Uh, the Phillies are winners of seven straight uh, on the back of firing Joe Girardi. They've really kind of put together a nice little streak here. They swept the Angels. Uh, they just swept Milwaukee, who is kind of in a free fall. I might talk about that in a minute. But the Phillies are playing good baseball. They're starting to put it together. And the Atlanta Braves, I know they're not really playing the strongest teams in the league, but you going out and dominating these these weaker teams, the teams you need to beat, is the sign of, you know, kind of having – they kind of have their swagger back. They kind of have that – contender flair to them and i kyle wright for me has been another one of those sneaky cy young candidates he's just put the braves on his back yet last night was a good example against oakland he gave up two runs in the first inning and then proceeded to throw seven scoreless innings and that's yeah. that's the sign of a your team's playing real good baseball when your starter can go out and have a shaky first and then <laughs> bounce back and do something like that so i mean the Mets need to watch out. Their their league their league got trimmed to six and a half games, and I think this time last week they had what an eleven game lead, ten game lead, something like that. So it, it just shows in baseball no no lead safe, especially when you have a hundred games left. There's a lot of baseball left to play, and it it looks like the Phillies and Braves are going to make a division out of it. No like lead expected. Safe. You're absolutely right. No leads safe with a hundred games left to play. A ten and a half game lead is is really safe with twenty games left to play. But we're not in we're not in September. So no, we are not. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because the Phillies and the Braves have hit the gas and they are they're doing all the right things at the right time. So that's good. That's good. I'm gonna stay kind of on a streak thing. I'm gonna talk about the monkey in the room, right? Nobody wants to kick a man when they're down. I was gonna but... say the rat the rally monkey in the room. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to kick a monk uh, uh, man when they're down, but you know the Angels have lost 14 in a row. Now, mind you, we are filming this on Thursday night. The Angels are currently playing the Red Sox, so that could be done. They could win tomorrow night against the Mets. It might all be done, but for this week, from Thursday to Thursday, the Angels are still on that 14-game losing streak. The thing that is so tough for me for the Angels is they've lost three games by one run. One zero six five one zero, and those just hurt. When you get shut out and you lose one nothing, that hurts. It happens twice in three games, and it happens during a huge losing streak. Kill me now, right? It just yeah. you don't think that anything's going to ever go right for you ever again. Yeah, I mean, I saw a picture. I mean, more of like a, a video gif that sums up the Angels' losing streak in a nutshell. Tyler Wade last night hit a leadoff double in the ninth inning in a tie game mm-hmm. the other, and then got stranded on second base. So it starts out with him with his thumbs up, all happy. And at the end of the inning, he just has his hands on the hip saying, wow, did that just happen? <laughs> well, the Angels, currently I've got the game on in the background and they got first and second with nobody out and they just, uh, nobody out and they just struck out. So, you know, a ground ball gets them out of a, gets the Red Sox out of a jam. It's crazy. Um, I saw a gif as well where it had a, a a lady walking her grandmother who had a hat on and it said, uh, you know, the grandma says, hey, we used to light up the halo and and the granddaughter says, OK, grandma, it's time to get you back to bed now. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's bad when you got a 14 game losing streak. And I don't mean to pick on the Angels. If the Dodgers are going through this, I would just be 
beside myself. But I mean, baseball, you go through a lot of streaks. The problem that the Angels are going to have is they're, they were 27 and 17 when this started. They're now 27 and 41, right? And they have a half game lead, I think, on Texas and a game lead on Seattle. They could, if this goes two or three more games, they could be in fourth place in the division. So, anyways. All right, Jackson, what, what's your last one you got for us for our weekly review? I mean, I mentioned this is more of a side note. Milwaukee's on a six-game losing streak. They're struggling a lot with injuries. But I think we're going to talk about the other East division in the MLB, the AL East, for that race. The Red Sox, winners of seven straight. Uh, the, the fortunate benefactors of playing the Angels recently. <laughs> um, you know, they've, they've snuck into that third wild card spot. And, I mean, they're four games behind Tampa Bay, which sounds like a lot. But when these teams still have a lot, a lot of games left to play with each other. Even the Yankees who seem so far ahead at 40 and 16. I mean, this, this division can get into a dogfight real quick. Just like we said, how the Braves and Phillies are kind of starting to close the gap on the Mets. I think the Yankees need to, you know, they need to stay on the gas and that's, that's going to be one of the storylines heading into the second half. It's, you know, can these teams, even with their big leads, hold on because the league just feels like it has a lot of parody. There's a lot of really good teams out there. There's teams that you feel like, you know, Boston and Toronto and Tampa Bay. I mean, Boston, Toronto have like the same amount of star power. It feels fair. Baseball feels kind of fair right now. The, the middle of the pack and the top don't have much separation. So that's a good way to put it. I never use the term fair, but I like that that terminology right there. That's a great way to put it. Great way to put it. Yeah, I, um, I feel like the star power is very distributed throughout the league there are some teams that are top heavy but i feel like the middle of the pack teams are still really really good agreed agreed totally agree with you totally agree with you um okay my final one that i'm going to talk about for the week is um all rise okay aaron judge can't seem to do anything wrong this week is no exception i mean forget the fact that the guy is seven foot six and is built with 300 pounds of muscle he makes it look easy though, right? He just taps the ball and it seems to go out, but he keeps hitting home runs. He keeps getting clutch hits when he needs to get clutch hits. So I'm sure you and I will be talking about the Yankees going forward throughout our weekly reviews, but I got to tell you, I think Aaron judge is putting together um, easily an MVP if he continues on this pace. Yeah, I agree. He's just – he's hitting at a ridiculous pace. He's looking like uh, how he broke into the league his rookie year where he's just this unstoppable force, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, one of the things I really like about Aaron Judge is it's not just the power. He's got he's got some speed. He's got the glove. He's got the arm. He can hit the all fields. I mean, he's the, the, the big front runner. He's the big reason why the Yankees are in first place. When he hasn't been healthy the last couple of years, they have not been good. Agreed. 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 He and Rizzo are putting together. It, they showed a statistic. I was watching a game earlier this week, and I want to say the game I was watching, I think he and Rizzo had a combine of 30 home runs or 31 home runs, and the team that they were playing had a combined home run total for the entire team of like 60 or something like that, Some. Something ridiculous and, or no, uh, no 40, something like that. So Aaron and, and Rizzo basically had a combined total of like five less than the team that they were playing. It was insane. 
So it's insane. But so much going on in the baseball world right now. We're coming up on the all-star break. I mean, it's getting exciting. We're getting into the dog days, right, where where we can't say, gee, we're so early in the season. What are we going to do, right? We're now coming up on, on the halfway point, right? So yeah, it's I mean, exciting teams, to see. Yeah, teams are starting to hit their stride and show what they really are. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You know, we're seeing the over the overperformers and the underperformers. And, I mean – like I said, a hundred games left. There's a lot of baseball left to play. There's a lot of really, I mean, there's a lot of interesting games on aside from the few, you know, you get the, the Washington versus Kansas city interleague matchup. You'll get that every couple of weeks, but you know, it, I mean, the twins are putting on a competitive game against the Yankees tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the pirates who are in the middle of the pack team played the Braves tough tonight. White Sox and Dodgers played an exciting one. I mean, Mets angels starts tomorrow. So, yeah. I mean, Lots of good baseball to watch. You know, Fernando Tatis Jr. will be back soon. Another another side note for the Padres. That'll make the Padres a lot more fun to watch. Yeah, that one scares me. As a Dodger fan, I've been telling Dodger fans online and offline, we've got to have a five-game lead before that guy comes back. And right now we're at two. So we need we need that to, to increase a couple of games. Yeah, I mean, and just all-star voting, it's hard. It's hard to get your all-star votes in. It's it's hard to pick one guy per position when there's so many great players out there. And it's a great time to be a baseball fan. It is. It is America's favorite pastime. Well, top fans, it's uh, it's Bill Perkins and Jackson Westfall for topfanrivalry.com's weekly review. We will post this on the 11th. By all means, reach out to us um, via Instagram. Jackson, you have an Instagram, right? What's it called? Top Fan Stats Guy. Top Fan Stats Guy. And then, or reach out to Top Fan Rivalry. Myself, I will be happy to answer any messages. We'll get you on if you want to be on. Let us know if you have any questions. We've got great gear going to the team store. There's also a um, there is also a new article that got posted today. If you haven't seen it, it's about being a female sports fan. And it's written by Sarah, who you know as a Mets fan. And it's a phenomenal article. She, uh, she does a great job. So check it out. It's on the front page right now. Um, it'll only be up there for a short period and then it goes behind our locker room. So check it out while you can. So top fans, Jackson, did we miss anything? Or are we good? Uh, I think we're good for this week. And I'm, I'm just excited to talk about next week already. I'm just excited for more baseball to be played. <laughs> Amen. All right, Jackson, let's, uh, let's tune it out and let's look and see what we get for this next week. Top fans. Yeah. We appreciate you. Have a good night.